Hey, what's going on? It's John, and it's time for the J-Mark cast for Monday, May 23rd. What's going on, friends and family? Checking in a little bit late today. I'm recording this late Monday. Would have liked to ideally have this out Monday morning, but um, had a busy Sunday, and then Monday was a holiday, so spent a bunch of time with family uh, today as well. So doing this one a little bit late. My apologies. Just going to be a quick one. Just checking in on you as my previous favorite comedian of all time <laughs> used to say, or he probably still says it. I don't listen to Bill Burr anymore, but he had a Thursday show that would be like, just checking in on you. Now J-Mart's just checking in on you. Um, just a copycat of Bill Burr. Used to love him so much. Now I'm not, not a big fan. He just, he just went like super, uh, I don't know, follow the mainstream media with, with the whole COVID narrative and was just like talking on the podcast about how he was yelling at people for not wearing masks and like for everyone just like not like, you know, hunkering down and just, you know, all working together to get over this in three weeks as if it was like going to be over in three weeks. Everybody just listened to everything, right? And then I did recently um, watch, um, just because I, you know, I still love Bill Burr as much as I hate on him for, for like turning turning like that and going to mainstream media. I still love him. So I saw a, he was on a podcast with like Steve-O from like the Jackass movies. So I was like, I'll click that. Sure, I'll watch it. And he was talking about how he was walking back all his opinions on COVID. On COVID. He's just like, yeah, I just, at first I was like that guy. I was like yelling at everybody. Didn't I realize it's never going to happen? Like, dude, you were yelling about it for like well over a year. <laughs> And now I'm bitching about you. So whatever. There you go. It's a full circle. But anyway, just checking in on you today. I hope you've had a good week, friends and family. By the way, before I get going further, could you please rate the podcast so that more people get to see it? And also please share it with some friends and family, somebody who might be interested in learning more about Bitcoin and about health, because I talk about it a little bit on this podcast as well. And just hopefully I'm sounding entertaining. So. <laughs> just if they want an entertaining talk show yeah that's right listen to the jmart cast if you're looking to get the best entertaining shock talk show weekly talk show <laughs> uh what do we want to talk about let's let's start with a netflix suggestion of the week uh cat williams uh stand-up comedy special i think it's called world war three so funny check that out um man uh i felt like i connected with that um with that stand-up special, it wasn't the funniest, but I connected with him with that special, with the point of view, with the mindset that he like jokes about so much. Like it's just like uh, I I can't you know um, I can't describe it any any better than that. And just just to say that like I guess one of the things I kind of now remember thinking back on it, he was just like the new war is it's not war uh, with country to country. It's not war against people. It's just, it's simple now. It's just truth versus the lie. <laughs> Trying to do a bad cat Williams impression, my bad. But it's just like, it's, yeah, it's just truth versus lies. Just truth versus lies. That's the war now. And it's just connected with me a lot listening to that. But it was, it was hilarious in many ways just besides that. Let's see what else is going on. Well, uh, it's the middle of May now, which is uh, for me personally, it's uh, allergy season. Because uh, there's like, yeah, a lot of tree pollen flying around. I'm sure many of you who are allergy people such as myself have noticed it and uh last year like around this time was way worse for me i was like 
so bad with allergies that I was um, taking so many like reactants and claritins, whatever I could get my hands on. I was popping those things like candies just to feel normal because when the allergies hit me, I can like get scratchy, itchy feelings all across like like my not my nose my face the back of my throat my tongue the roof of my throat everything and it, it just it's awful i can't like focus on anything except for like that that feeling plus the congestion on top of that so this year's not been nearly as bad um it's weird i uh, regarding this allergy thing i was reading something about how there is some there's a hypothesis i don't know how much evidence there is to back up this hypothesis but there's some evidence or there's a, there's a hypothesis that eating local raw honey may be a way to sensitize yourself or desensitize yourself to um, allergic reactions by introducing small amounts of pollen in raw honey to your system enough to get your body used to it so it doesn't have the same strong allergic reaction. I don't know how true that is, but I have been eating a lot of raw honey this year. And, um, you know, I have been also not experiencing as strong symptoms, but obviously there could be a million other reasons behind that. Like, you know, it's just, it's just not as warmer over May and April this year. Like that could have some impact behind it. There's more rain. I don't know. Obviously could be a million things. Anyway, moving on. I did a Thursday um, zoo visit with the family, with the kids and the wife to the Toronto Zoo. That was interesting. My kid had fun. I was just walking around thinking about like the conditions of the animals. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's talking about this with my wife. Like a lot, I think the, a lot of the animals at the zoo, they are kind of like rescues and, you know, ones that maybe wouldn't have made it on their own. So they're, you know, rehabilitated in the zoo and stuff. So, I mean, that's good. But generally speaking, the cages that they're put in are pretty small and I can't imagine myself living in something so small as that but anyway my son had fun so I can't complain too much and then uh, oh yeah how about that storm on Saturday I think it was right uh, that was a crazy storm I'm sure I'm pretty sure it happened like across many places in southern Ontario like like my brother's in Ottawa. He lives in Ottawa. He was actually driving back to Toronto when the storm happened, but he was telling me that his buddies from Ottawa were letting him know that the, um, his house is fine and everything. And, uh, like this, actually there was a tree on my street that fell a, a big branch of it that fell on uh, one of my neighbor's cars. So that was crazy. And that's happened all across the city, I'm sure. So hopefully if you're listening, you made it out fine and none of your stuff's broken and if it is, well, at least if you're listening, that means you have your life. So there you go. Something to be thankful for. <laughs> All right. That's the last uh, story for the week. Quickly moving on to the Bitcoin update for the week. We're on block height 737,657. Price of Bitcoin is trading at $29,218. Quite a discount from the uh, all-time high. Stack your sats. If you're in Canada, use ShakePay. Um, I have an affiliate link in the description for this episode. Check it out. You can still buy 3,422 sats with one US dollar. So, sats are cheap. Stack sats. If you want to, obviously. You don't have to listen to me. You don't have to stack sats. But don't stack sats if you're just expecting to. 
get rich. Like that's not the reason to do it. Um, you should do it because you're a freedom fundamentalist. This brings me to the Bitcoin thread that I wanted to share today. Before I get to the thread, as I always say, what makes Bitcoin special is not that the price gets more and more, uh, it gets higher and appreciates more throughout the years. It's the fact that it has certain properties that make it censorship resistant, that give it a hard cap supply and make it an open system where nobody needs permission to participate in it. No other such thing exists. And that's why I say get into Bitcoin if you're a freedom fundamentalist. So this thread on Twitter by the account at Parman underscore the, this is what he says. Bitcoin fundamentalists want freedom, not riches per se. They are freedom fundamentalists like me. Those that primarily want riches are not freedom fundamentalists. Freedom fundamentalists don't abandon Bitcoin when price drops. Profit seekers do. Monetary altcoins, in brackets shitcoins, don't have freedom fundamentalists because they are not independent of central control. The fundamentalists holding shitcoins are profit fundamentalists and are more likely to abandon if the coin underperforms. They will not die on the hill to avoid selling, but freedom fundamentalists would. This is one of many important reasons why Bitcoin growth and resilience is inevitable and why Bitcoin only will become world money. Freedom fundamentalists will not abandon ship. It does not matter that one person looking for profits chooses US dollars, uh, British pounds, Chinese yen, Ethereum, or any other shitcoin. They are fickle. What matters is what freedom fundamentalists are choosing. The only option is Bitcoin. Gold already failed. That's why an unbacked US dollar exists right now. Once a freedom fundamentalist chooses Bitcoin, they never abandon it because 1. A freedom fundamentalist by definition does not abandon the desire for freedom. And 2. There is no credible alternative. Bitcoin is the only fair money in existence that is not controllable unilaterally by any entity. Given that freedom fundamentalists never abandon Bitcoin, their numbers always increase over time. This is a crucial, unmeasurable metric. Adoption by institutions, profit seekers, normies, they matter, but they're not part of the most important metric which logically ensures Bitcoin winning. I'll add that altcoin fundamentalists might not be in it for profits. Some might find the tech interesting, sure, but that's not fundamentalism really. People don't become fundamentalists over such things. No one's going to die for a blockchain. They die for freedom or honor. And so, when they're becoming poor and nervous, they sell. When government comes for them and threatens them, they'll capitulate. Many Bitcoiners won't. Freedom burns within us, some of us anyway, not the sheep. The sheep will come when their fleece catches fire. <laughs> brilliant thread when i read it i was like i gotta read this on on the podcast parman bitcoin met mentor at parman underscore the if you want to check it out this is a good good uh um, account on twitter to follow great guy turns out he's armenian too so props <laughs> yeah and this is really the reason why i only talk about bitcoin on this podcast 
all the other coins that are like there. Some people call them altcoins, bitcoins, bitcoiners like to call them shit coins. But I think the best way to describe them really is that they're scam coins because all they really are is just ways for people to scam others for their money. Most of the time, there might be some projects. Obviously, this is just an overgeneralization that, you know, can't fully be applied on everybody across the board in the same way. But generally speaking, it's true. And with the recent things that happened, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys follow the news, but at least crypto news, but there was this uh, scam coin named Terra Luna, which uh, basically went to zero very quickly, very dramatically. Usually doesn't happen that fast. Usually these coins take a long time for their price to trend towards zero, at least in Bitcoin terms. Um, But in this case, it was one of those uh, ones that just had a large explosion and it's now worth like less than 99% of the value at its height, which wasn't that long ago. And the interesting thing is, was that this scam coin altcoin whatever you want to call it was associated with a stable coin which um, this is another instrument in this cryptocurrency world where basically it's kind of like a digital dollar and they're basically able to keep a the token that they give you pegged one to one to a dollar but uh, because this terra luna and the stable coin which was called ust that was associated with it were kind of like quite scammy and didn't actually do what they were supposed to do, um, the peg one to one dollar has also been broken and gone to like basically less than a penny for for what used to represent the dollar. So there you go. Um, stay away from those things because those things are controlled by individual people who are trying to make a business. Basically, they're trying to make a business, and usually the business model is scamming. But either way, even if they're not scamming, let's say they're a real business with the these coins that they're producing those are basically like unregistered securities and so that's very different from bitcoin because first of all bitcoin's property but also there's just no person behind bitcoin it's just software that's running on the internet that is decentralized that no one knows who controls because there's nobody controlling it it's just running and it's kind of like this autonomous thing of course, it needs people to continue to grow. and But the amazing thing about it is it, it, it rewards people who participate in the network and who, who grow it. So it's, it, it's this amazing technology that um, incentivizes people to uh, join it and maintain it and grow it uh, because it's open and permissionless and censorship resistant. And if you're greedy, that greed is actually good because it it because it's the incentive to join the network. And once you join the network, the way it's set up is you have to cooperate with everybody in the network. So uh, that's fine. That's good, right? Cooperation is good. That's what we want. We want to be able to cooperate even amongst enemies. And that's what it is. Is Bitcoin is money that enemies can use because even enemies have to agree on something right? Even enemies agreed on gold. Anyway, that's the end of the today's podcast. Just 15 minutes today. I'm going to keep it short. Thank you everybody for listening. If you listened to the very end, I love you very much. You're the best person ever. Tell me next time you heard this and I will give you a hug and a kiss and um, 
that's it for today, everybody. Reach out to me on social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, at jmartfit. Um, email me, newsletter at jmartfit.com. Look forward to hearing from you and love you all. As I always say, stay active, be grateful. Jmart out.